Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Cast a ticket back with you guys on a Monday. Brand new week. Brand new attitudes. A revitalized. I don't, I don't know. We went to the spa this week. I feel good about it. We're ready to go. Jim, in an elite sweatshirt, by the way, okay. if you're watching on YouTube, this is Jim's best sweatshirt. He's got some bad ones. <laughs> this is a good one. Um, rate, reviews. It can't just subscribe. be a compliment. He can't just compliment me. There has to be a little bit of an undercut. That's my, that's my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, it's yeah. a very nice sweatshirt. Thank you. Please edit out my insult. Now you can keep it in. It's Where fine. do you want to begin on a new week? Well, I want to start with us speaking it into existence. More on that on the Tuesday recap. But Mike, <laughs> what a Sunday for you. I know. The the Beezer Pleaser Teaser too. We're feeling good coming into a Monday and it's anchored with the Cowboys. So I want to start with how about them Cowboys? How about them? Come on. Tell me where you're, where you're at with this team. Are they legit? Can they win the one seed? What did you make of the Sunday night game? I think, first of all, all right, so San Francisco's clearly the one. Okay. Do we agree? That, like, it, if we're just saying best team. Who is the best team? Sure. The seedings, I don't have, like, a Sherlock Holmes matrix in front of me, but here's where I'm at. Sunday night, they put Kornacki up on the board. Right. He's drawing Roll with his sleeves, fingers. Get the yeah. corduroys on yeah. and let's party. The, the bottom line was the Eagles are still in the driver's seat to get the one seed, but, but that doesn't mean they're the best team. Here's the other thing. Okay, let's get it out of the way because I know you're going to yell at me. You're, you are what your record says you are. So <laughs> when I look at the Eagles, and we talked about it as a part of the handicap, should have lost to the Chiefs. Yep. Should have lost to the Bills. Mm-hmm. Could have lost to the Cowboys first time out. Mm-hmm. They are much closer to being a five-loss football team than whatever you perceive them to be. That defense stinks secondary specifically stinks yep and here's the other thing do you realize at one point in that football game their defense had given up points on 10 straight drives over the course of two games and then i look at the offense they're just a hair off yeah, and what i mean turnovers the, the short circuiting later in the drives yeah but even like um like with hurts it's the weird turnover, whether it's the fumble. He's got 10 interceptions, but then a ball just off of Devontae Smith's hands, mm-hmm. just behind A.J. Brown. Jim, uh, to me, they're clearly not Frisco, and they're not Dallas. Is Dallas the second-best team? For me, they are. Because you think about the run they've they've been on here, and Dak making a case for the MVP. Like, legit? Yeah, I think they're legit. They are. They are. And, and again, 
if you want to do the, the the Philadelphia sympathizer routine, you'll say, well, they played San Francisco off 10 days rest and then Dallas 10 days rest on the road. Okay, noted. But what I'll argue is they've had most of their big games at home. They didn't deserve to win a couple of them. Um, I'm not, I don't feel very good if I'm an Eagles fan. Now you're dealing with, you know, Reed Blankenship out, concussion mm-hmm, protocol. Scary hit. And when you look at the linebacker level, it's a mess. Their linebackers are a mess in coverage. So for Dallas, it goes beyond the BGB and the confidence there. We'll do that on Tuesday. Look, Dallas is making a statement. Here's the other thing. This this Aubrey, the kicker. Oh, man. When did Justin Tucker have a kid? This kid has walked into the league and gone, you know, like 20 for 20 on field goals. But it's not just accuracy. It's the distance, the leg, Mike. It's 60 and then 59. And you tell me that first kick, would it have been gone from? 65. Yeah. Remember, they they do the overhead, and I look Mm -hmm. like a dog looking at a frisbee. I'm like, oh, my God. First kicker in NFL history to kick two field goals over 57 yards in the same game. Jim, he And there were no doubts. Yeah, no doubters. So what's the weakness of this Dallas Cowboy team? Because a lot of it was, oh, it's in their head. It's in the big moment. Well, that was a big moment against I the division think, team. I still think the road splits. Okay. You need, well, and, and again, I, listen. And if it, as it sits right now, there's still the five seed. Right. Meaning they're going to have to play playoff games you on the can't, road. You can't take away dump truck and the Eagles at home and go, yeah, well, show me on the road. <laughs> I, but they are different. You get them on that fast track. They remind me. Of, remember the, the greatest show on turf? Mm-hmm. They remind you a lot. You get them on that fast track. You get them indoors, dude, they're lightning. And CD, all right, tell me if I'm crazy with this, that even though Tyreek could win the MVP, mm-hmm. that Tyreek with his speed devastates you, that the overall best receiver in football, CD Lamb. I'd buy the argument. He's top three to me. So you see a little breakdown they did last night. Like, I don't want to overly nerd out, but mm-hmm. about how he, he'll, some receivers, they run routes. All gas, all gas, no breaks. As fast into their cut mm-hmm. as they are out of it. Power routes. CD lulls you to sleep a little bit. He'll give you the stanky leg. He'll love oh, this isn't coming. To just kidding. Meet me. Gone. Like he's so nuanced in how he sets up the DBs. And Jim, when he catches, it's been since Oklahoma. The first guy never gets. Nope. It's um. Ferguson's turning into a star. Mm-hmm. The complimentary receivers, Brandon Cooks, w- nice to see you. Michael Gallup, a little bit of a resurgence. I don't even really think they've gotten Pollard up to what he's capable of. No. I, I think there's maybe another gear still to their offense. Last night, they had Tree Rollins at backup running. Who the hell was this? Dar- Dow- Dowdle? Dar- Darbol or whatever. I'm like, it's there. And the running game, although it's not dominant, I felt like every time I looked up, second and six. Mm-hmm. And in today's NFL, guys, it's not first and 10 anymore. It's first and nine. Because if it's fourth down and one, we're doing a tush push. It, it is, um, and defensively, I will always take a team that generates sacks and turnovers over, quote, pretty metrics. Mm-hmm. Dallas has devastators. They have dudes. I mean, it's Lawrence, it's Parsons, it's the two of them off the edge. What about Bland? Listen, Eight interceptions. I was going to say, there's a little bit of feast or famine, but when the feast is takeaways, yeah. it, it changes the game. And, and Gilmore did a great job on AJ Brown for most of that game. People forget that's a former defensive player of the year. Who they got for a fifth round pick. Yeah. And you go long in the tooth corners aren't supposed to be able to do this. Well, he is. He is. He's, and, and just imagine if they had Trayvon Diggs. But yeah, no, Jim, I, 
I don't like the Cowboys. I just try to shoot you straight. I, I, for me, if you do the, uh, what is it? The Venn diagram, yeah. they're getting better and the Eagles are getting worse. If you look at the way the season projects, the Eagles have the easiest schedule. They're still in the driver's seat, but no one's afraid to go there. San Francisco beat them there. And it feels like Dallas should have beat them the first time. The better team would beat them the second time. Do you know how many plays over the last three games, how many snaps on average that defense has been on the field? Too many. 82. Ooh, like 60-something's an average. 82. Yeah. yeah. Jim, they can't get off the field. No. It's not the same defensive coordinator. It's not the same players. Remember, when you... New coordinators both sides of the ball. Right. And offensively, clearly, they have more juice than defensively. But, Jim, what I get scared of is the Eagles, you can now run the football on them. And part of that is linebacker level. That's it's a whole scary. new group, and it's not. And the I don't same want to group. hear about Shaq Leonard. There's a reason the Colts released him. He's not good anymore. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time's an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code CASH, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another storyline from the NFL weekend. Wah, wah. Patrick Mahomes oh, throwing a tantrum on the sideline. And Andy Reid, an adult, taking his side, calling it an embarrassment. Can we have a quick moment sure. on the Chiefs? I love the Chiefs. They're a fun team to watch. Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in football. Tony was offsides. Yeah. There's no one to complain at. But your own guy, Mike, I, hope, Mike, I Mike. hope they show the play when he's inducted into the Hall of Fame. Why are we doing like a Travis Kelsey Hall of Fame speech at the end of the game? Yeah, here's Mahomes is throwing his helmet, throwing a tantrum. And you know what? It's real rich from a guy who benefited from letter of the law in the Super Bowl like 10 months ago. Um, how about in the AFC title game? The, the roughing the passer? Tough call in that moment. But did he get the call? Yes. No, Jim, here... Did you see the response by the uh, the official? They do like a pool reporter. The official spoke on it. Here's no. what he said. Ultimately, they are responsible for where they line up. Yeah. No warning is required, especially when you're that far offside that you're blocking the view of the ball. And do you hear? All right, two notes. Let me just do one small victory lap, and then I want to I back up your point there. A, what have I told you about Kadarius Tony from the time he was a giant? <laughs> he is the biggest dumb fuck in the league. If not He's for, a clown. If not for the punt return he had in the Super Bowl, it would be the worst trade they could have made. Second. He still has that to cling to, but it's no shortage of drops, right. dumb decisions, when and penalties. When they made this trade, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yep. So, second of all, I want to back up Jim's point on this. When you guys watch football, how often do you see the receiver look down the sideline and go thumbs up or down? And you go, what are they? What are they? Maximus the Merciful? No, 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 no. They're checking with the side judge. Am I good? You guys do it in high school, college. Right. It's all levels. All Tony had to do. Hey, am I good? Patrick, listen, this just is where. Because he's clearly way offside. This is where media bias is going to take over. Any, if that, if, um, I don't want to say Justin Fields, but like if a non- sweetheart quarterback did that mm -hmm. he would be eviscerated today like kirk well kirk cousins has his own I, yeah i get what you're saying i love patrick mahomes greatness but greatness is not an excuse to act like an asshole and how about after the game there's that moment it's allen and mahomes and this these they've had these duels they're gonna have more in the future he's crying to him the wildest call i've ever seen poor josh allen he's like yeah good game bud like yeah um <laughs> hey buddy newsflash my defense blows and i'm fighting for my life over here that's the other thing keep the sour grapes to yourself pat Here's a tip. Score more than 17 points. Hello. That's my problem. No sympathy for the Chiefs. Jim, if it was a 41-38 final, do you know I'd actually feel worse for Mahomes? Yeah. I'd actually give him more. See, this Can you is, score three fourth quarter points? This is what you and I have talked about. The, the, as fans, and if you're a Chief fan or if you're with the organization, you have to accept you are now a defensive football team because your offense stinks. Full stop. Your offense stinks. Is there any part of this that's like um, not knee-jerk but calculated? What do you mean? 
like, you know, NBA coaches like Phil Jackson was, was famous for this. You'd ream out the officials after like a game two loss to get better calls in games four, we five, call and that six. The Phil Jackson. Right. So is there any thought to like, Hey, they're scuffling. They want to get the benefit of the doubt on some calls down the stretch. So they blow their top. They take their fine. Andy Reid says, I'll back my quarterback. My quarterback backs my receiver. They know they're wrong, but is there a chance that they're like pulling an okie doke on everybody here? I'm not laughing at the idea of it, but watching what I watched, no, that was someone that in the first time of their career. Petulant child. Is, is, yeah, and, and Jim, look, this has been all year with them. Valdez Scantling dropping the touchdown against uh, the uh, Eagles, right? The, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. You had the Green Bay game with the drops and all. Oh, he didn't get the PI, PI call, call right. And it was, they should have called PI. I think he's frustrated. I think he sees it slipping away. Here's an interesting fact Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. I know. Well, now you're about to. It's setting up for it. It is. And I just, I, I really feel like. The Chiefs and the Eagles are way more vulnerable than people want to admit than, than or even, realize. Even in two weeks ago, we would have thought. I mean, a lot has been illuminated. Yeah, and December does that. You mentioned playoffs and seeding. My next note is just a photo. It's the AFC playoff picture. <laughs> what is this? It's a lot. So you Baltimore with the one seed as a 10-3 and three football team. Miami 9-3. and three. Casey and Jacksonville are your other division winners at 8-5. and five. Then you have the following teams with seven or eight wins fighting for the wild card. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Houston, Denver, Cincinnati, and Buffalo. Jam-packed. I mean... A lot of backup QBs in there. there A lot of Joe Flacco is in there. Let me know if you had that on your bingo board. How about Jake Browning? Flacco, after the game, getting a little emotional. They asked him, like, you know, you're on your couch a few weeks ago. He's like, I just love being back in the game. It's easy to root for that. Sure it is. Yeah, and they got a defense. I'm kind of pulling for Cleveland here. Me too. Listen, a reminder of something, guys. This is a team that lost their starting quarterback and lost, bar none in my opinion, the best running back in football in Nick Chubb. You lose those pieces, and for them to still, in the tougher conference, be where they're at on their third quarterback of the year. And yes. Fourth. Well, you're right. Yes, P.J. Walker in there. <laughs> when you factor in what those fans have been through, yep. yes, I, I admit it to you. I, I was bullish on the Browns to start. No, this isn't me wanting to be right. I'm just saying. I'm rooting for that team to get it. Who do you want to be the three wildcard teams of that group I talked about? Bills, for competitive reasons. Yes. Houston. Browns, for the defense. You know what? Stroud, that's the third one, right? No? Buddy. I, I, I want to... But what was yesterday? You didn't just lose to the Jets. You got your doors blown off. I know Zach Wilson threw for three hundred yards, and I know Stroud got knocked out. But right, like uh, Collins, yeah, he was he was out too with the calf injury. I did. Tank Dell's out for the rest of the yeah. year. I don't know, man. Maybe it's a year early, but I'd love to see him in little new blood, fresh blood. It would be fun, as opposed to Browning or Russell Wilson or Gardner Minshew or Kenny Pickett. With the way the Broncos are playing. It's not sexy. They shut out Justin Herbert before knocking him out. They've won six of seven. They're hot. They're playing. On Peyton. And, and they're getting pressure on quarterbacks. I And this, uh, who's their uh, McMillan, this nickel corner? Yeah. Good player. Weird when Found you find him. people. Isn't yeah. that nice? I, I, um, 
I would go that route. Okay. It's interesting you bring up Denver because that was the next note I had. Lion fan corner for just a sec. I know you'll talk about it on the day, daily no, show. No, but we can separate it for the local listeners too. I'm fine to do this. Lions are still in first place by two games with four to go. Level of concern. They'll play primetime against Denver Saturday. High to very high. Okay. I mean, we talked about this headed into this game. Now you're down Ali McNeil, who's one of the five best defensive tackles in football. They're going to play four mobile quarterbacks here on out. Now, depending on what Minnesota does here, is Mullins your first time, mm-hmm. is your full-time starter or not? Listen, they're losing to the Cowboys. Sure. Okay, so you, your magic number is, well, you have four games left. You need to win two of them? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're losing to the Cowboys. So you should split one with Minnesota minimum. Yeah, should. Here's the other problem. Jim, I think they're losing to the Broncos. That's what makes this week... This is the whole kit and caboodle for me. You lose this, now you've backed yourself into a corner. Because now let's look at the Lions overall. Forget about preseason, early Mm -hmm. This is where we are. What do they do well right now? As of today, not a whole hell of a lot. Penalties, Mm -hmm. bad. Turnovers, bad. Mm -hmm. Quarterback throwing like a child, bad. Offensive line and pass protection, bad defense in some total bad fourth and 13 need i say more no no, no, no. here's the other problem i'm gonna go on the air today and the first caller who brings up that should have been intentional here's an idea aiden hutchinson wake the fuck up it's fourth and 13 and they don't plan on running a play so don't jump you jumped off sides they snapped the ball mike then he dropped into coverage. If you were dropping into coverage Why to begin with, what the hell are you doing? Here's so, the other problem. How do you have Jerry Jacobs on DJ Moore with no solo, safety help? Solo. Cover one, your safety's not helping him. It's the worst corner against their best receiver. Oh, deep, deep on fourth and long. If I bracket DJ Moore, who's beating me? Seriously. It, I mean, it's it's from a coaching standpoint. Why is that the play call? From a personnel standpoint, the players, what are you doing? Can I bring something up? And, and I don't want you to yell at me. I'll try my best. Okay. I am fine with Dan Campbell's aggression. I have come to grips with it. However, first of all, if it's fourth and inches with 1230 to go and I'm down 12, Mm -hmm. you tush push, we Mm -hmm. get the first. This was fourth and a yard and a half. I'm inside my own 25. It's not the Niners. It's not the Ravens. It is the Chicago Bears. If you're desperate enough to go for that, and by the way, big personnel, and you run a toss play. It wasn't a toss. It was a handoff. But it, it was a slow development. It, okay. It, and it, that's it, the it issue. It was almost like an outside zone. It, it kind of was. There's a little, like, little misdirection. All right. How about this? Let's just settle it as we're not doing anything off tackle. I don't have Trent Williams. Well, you, you run it Brock right. I don't get it. Mike, I – it. It's better than a fake punt. It is a yard. You allegedly have a great all-line. I didn't have an issue with the decision to go for it. I just wish the play call was better. I Can be, we meet in the middle there? I'll meet you in the middle, and all I will say to you is, if that is your best play call, then the decision to go for it's null and void. Right. I'm with you. They pulled Jonah Jackson. They did run to Panay Sewell, but the play was not a good decision no. with the slow developing, and you got your backup and tight oh, by end the way, set in the edge. Where's David Montgomery? Yeah. So you, it just, Jim, for me, this Dan Campbell thing, they're okay. Did you see the line, by the way, for this week? Four. Lions favored by four. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You no, have a Dan Campbell thing you were going to say. You're fine. I think meeting in the middle on this is multiple facets. So 
This is my issue with some of the analytics. They don't take into account who's the quarterback on the other side. They don't take into account injuries. And I I just feel like Campbell needs to get a better handle. So let me give you an example. The game where this Dan Campbell analytics guru was born was two years ago against a Super Bowl caliber team on the road, YOLO, at the Rams. Yeah, onside kick. I think fake punt, too. You were playing the Rams. Mm-hmm. You're a touchdown under them. Or like the Chiefs week one. Right. Fake punt on the road. But when you're when you're in the game, and you and you, you got to be able as a coach to step back in the moment and go, all right. These are the Bears punt the ball? Yes. Or The alternative, though, is you're putting your defense back on the field, which is no right, good. Which I think has backed him into a corner. Factor in. Justin Fields can't complete a pass. Factor in this. I don't have Frank Ragnow. Yeah. See, this is where, and, and you may say, Mike, you're overstating. No, it's a big deal. Ragnow, Glasgow is not a center. You're missing the, the tip of the spear on both sides of the ball right now. That's right. So if my line is healthy, if I'm all systems go, I actually go towards your way of thinking. Now, I still don't like the play call. Sure. But my, that, that, that's the whole, the whole thing is you have to take into account who's on the field mm-hmm. for the decision you're making. I got you. That's where I get upset with this cat. To circle back, you are a high level of concern. I will be right there with you if they lose this week. Okay. Because I still feel like you're favored at home. You still have the two-game cushion. I, I don't want to be I wrong breathing in the, into a paper bag yet. Am I wrong in saying it's a one-game cushion because you're losing to the Cowboys? Jim, they're not beating One-game cushion with head-to-heads in your division. Now, here's the thing. Last piece, is Nick Mullins an upgrade from Josh Dobbs? I don't know. He's less mobile, which is the concern for Lions yeah, fans. Except here's with. the good part. He actually is interested in completing a pass. And, and Josh he'll... Dobbs, when when the first guy's not open, it's zabba-de-doo, and I'm running around. Wee! And you're like, oh, my God. That was, hey, nice football game. And, and a quarterback that can scan the field is going to eventually find Jerry Jacobs. Yeah. Now, I, I'm like, I'm convinced his full name is gotta step on Jerry Jacobs because that's how he's referred to in every single radio and TV call. Oh, gotta step on Jerry Jacobs. Gotta step on Jerry. He's never on the guy. He's the worst corner in football. Is that going to be a key and peel sketch? <laughs> gotta step on Jacobs. Jack Macatrix, Buckshank McGill, the third. Anyway, no, I'm, I'm I know, you. I know it's something that we are hyper-focused on here, but it is a big storyline because you have the Packers playing soft opponents. You, you have the, the Vikings problem. hanging around. Let me, let me say this. Let's just get this out of the way right now. If you're the three seed and you face the six seed Packers, you're losing that game. And it's going to break my heart. Ali McNeil should be back by then. Is he? He has indicated that he would be back when he's eligible off IR, which is week 18 against the Vikings. That's the other question. And Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So I get what you're saying. I'm terrified. I know. And I'm terrified because here's the deal. If they're back, but Jared Goff's not playing better, how about Taylor Decker? How many weeks am I going to watch him get steamrolled at left tackle? So you tell me the, the golf thing, like uh, smarmazon cheese here. I, I could be incredibly smarmy today. You I, have every right to be, and all I will tell you is this. I'm not arguing it. Okay. He has five games for you to be right or wrong, okay. meaning the four in the regular season and the playoff game. Mm-hmm. Anything short of them winning the division and winning a playoff game, I will buy smarmazon cheese. And Sprinkle I, it on top. Yeah, here's what happens. I'm not paying you. 
Good. Then you'd be with me. It'd be yeah, beautiful. But, but I, I, in in a way, it was like I didn't want to have the conversation coming off of last year the way he played. Yeah, I know. Then I looked at the first eight weeks of this year, and he was playing not MVP, but very, playing, very well. Really good football. Football. No, I'm not fighting. But that. when you collapse down the stretch, and you cost me the ability, Jim. When he misses one quality offensive lineman and gets hit a little bit, yeah. the ball flutters. When it's outdoors, it's even more dramatic. Oh, by the way, how about two gloves in 38 degree weather? Jared, please. Him outside. He's got the hamburger helper mitts out there. Yeah. The white mitts make him look even bigger. Dude, him outside is a thing. But they don't play another outdoor game in the the stretch we're discussing. No. Minnesota's indoors. Dallas is indoors. Denver's indoors. A playoff game at home would be indoors. We can expedite this conversation. If he goes out and looks like that at home against the Broncos, they lose that game. Jim. Jim. I'll send it hooker doing. Oh, see, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> just, no, I know. Because if you play, next year thing. you play a young QB with no experience. No, you can't like, do it. You can't do it. But it would be an open competition next year if he falters. Let me ask you a question. Where are you at with Justin Fields following yesterday? I think Chicago is going to be forced to draft a QB, right? So, so they're going to trade him. If you're a team. And I would take a flyer on him. Oh, that's what I was just going to ask. Like, if you're a team like Atlanta. the Giants, if you're a team like Atlanta, if you're a team like the Bucks, mm-hmm. if you're... I, feel, I loved him coming out of school. I did. I feel like there's enough there, but he's got to go to an offensive-minded coach. Well, he's been stunted, right? The regime that drafted him is no longer there. Head coach, play caller. It's it's disjointed. Yeah, The skill set's there. There's something I still believe in there. Like, okay. if you told me tomorrow the Giants acquired him. Dable, coach him up, add a receiver. All right. I don't know. I just, I wondered your take. I'm not telling. Now, I'm not the, burying him. Here's the other angle. You keep Justin Fields. What is the bounty on that number one pick? Because they have the Panthers pick. What could the Bears organize? Because remember, they already have so a ton I, I of capital. It. it was a mock trade from uh, Chicago radio guy, Odyssey guy, Danny Parkins. He said, here's a mock trade with the Giants. You tell me who says no. He said, the, the, uh, the Giants give up Thibodeau, five, and a future one to go up to number one. Who says no? i do it right now. I think the... I would do it right now. And if you're the Bears, you pocket a pass rusher. To bookend top, with Sweat. A top five pick still. Yeah. And a future one. It actually felt like a decent deal. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And, and understand, it's coming from a Giants fan who is so desperate for a, a legitimate franchise QB. You with Caleb Williams. You and your father deserve it. <laughs> My poor father. G maybe more than you. The key just, he lives and dies with this stuff. Yeah. And I actually, yeah, it, we'll leave it there. But no, I, I'm with you. Okay. Um, what else did we want to cover? I had one last note before the Monday mailbag, and okay. it is the Heisman Trophy. You have a vote. I yeah. do not. You can now reveal your ballot, and we'll talk through it. The winner was Jaden Daniels. Is that who you voted for? No. One side note before I give you the ballot. Mm-hmm. Why are these votes not made public? They should be. Why are people like me not made to answer for their pick? And I'll give you an example. Well, presumably, if you have a pick, it's because you cover the game. You're around so the game. You are what, an opinion maker so in the game. what asshole gave J.J. McCarthy a first place vote? That wasn't you? And what asshole gave Blake Corum with his 3.7 yards a carry? He got three first place right. votes. Those four people could have their vote taken away. What are the chances that we know them? 50%. Yeah, because and I'm not naming any specific names, but those people are probably Midwest-based. Or Detroit-based. Or, or even Detroit-based. But, like, seriously, those people should have to explain how J.J. McCarthy, a who first. put up 
Right, a first place vote. Not he like played, a like a third. Hey, I threw him a, a little bit of a. Hey, here's a shout out. He played for. He played three rank games. He threw for 300 yards total. 100 a game total. What do you play for Navy? Blake Corum <laughs> had like a like a 3.7 YPC. What? Well, why am I voting for you? I best feel player like on the best team, Mike. Those people should have to explain them. But is that the debate? Is that their argument? Best player on the best team. It requires no nuance, no analysis. Right. So you're 12. Yeah. And you don't cover the game. Um, no, I voted Bo Nix number one. Really? Yep. Uh, Jaden Daniels number two. Mike Penix number three. I don't have a ballot. Mine would be Penix one. Okay. Daniels two. Nix three. Daniels issue, if you want. Okay, let's reverse it. So neither of us would have voted for him. Why didn't I vote for Daniels? Well, for one, you have to look at the anatomy of, of the numbers. He was left in games in an artificial manner. He's essentially Kobe Bryant, his last game. We're leaving Kobe in, and he's going to take 60 shots to make get 60 points. Like, why is he playing in the fourth quarter against Georgia State? Numbers. Why is he playing this late against Grambling? Numbers. I think a quarter of his touchdowns came in those two games. And there's my beef, and I was there live for one of them. He's a fabulous football player. I don't think it's a great injustice that he won it, but I, I feel like I you feel like – Went a different direction. Yeah, and, and it, the, if his whole case is the numbers, because he doesn't have like a signature Heisman moment, right? Right. They lost the game to Bama. He got hurt. They lost the game to FSU to start the season. He wasn't anything special. Right. I just didn't feel like that was a total. I know. So how much do wins and losses contribute to the Heisman Trophy in your mind? It's not a quarterback's fault solely if a team wins or loses. But I do think you want to have a quarterback who performs at a high level and leads to wins. And we had that in Michael Penix. And you had it in Mo Nix, by the way. Head to head. Penix, the first meeting, was phenomenal. Yes. And the second meeting, it wasn't as good, which is why I don't think he won the Heisman but he did have yeah. to deliver throws at the end of the game to beat Oregon. He vanquished his big rival twice. Yeah, I have no qualms a top with it. 10 team. I have no issue with it. Yeah. Uh, there, there's really not a there's not a problem for me if you voted Penix one. And I'm not angry about Daniels. I just feel like it was the lazy vote because you just looked at numbers and a sizzle reel. Yeah. It, and it's like, dude, it, LSU did the right thing because when you have a Heisman Trophy winner, it helps you recruit, it helps donations, it helps publicity. But I don't have to reward that. And you don't agree with this, but I do think it's a down year in the SEC. So everybody that trumpets the SEC schedule he played, he didn't face not, Georgia. He why, did. why why would I not agree with that? Well, because we we did our, you know, our bit about the SEC and how they're in the playoff. It's infinitely better than the Big Ten, even in a down year. Okay. Down year. I don't need to reward the guy. He didn't play Georgia. He lost to Bama. Not you don't have to it. do it. Oh, yeah. You know what? He beat up on Mississippi State and he really took uh old Miss to task. Like I okay. thought Jaden Daniels was a lot of empty calories. Yeah. So there we have it. There's our chatter from the weekend. I really would love to know who had the guts to vote McCarthy and Quorum number one. You'd have to tell me. Because you're just not watching the games. No. It's disappointing. Because it, it is it's one of the iconic sports awards, right? If not the... Gonna, what are you going to learn, though? The oh, world is, no, the world is bullshit. <laughs> it really is. Jim, from your FSU crusade you went on, the world is bullshit. Yeah. But I don't have to... Here's the big thing. But I don't have to like it. You don't, I don't have to agree with it. I'm allowed to to call know, into question like, injustices. Mike. I don't like seeing you stressed out to the point that you slander friends over. Let's go to the mailbag. Let's hit it. Mailbag questions, comments, topics. Mm. Cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we had one begging me, and we didn't get to this, begged me to cost a lock 
the Bears this week. He is a Lions fan. He says, please help our Lions. It's from Michael. He goes on. It's a very long email. He gives out all the reasons why the Bears should win the game. He was terrified. He says, our only hope is if Jim Costa locks the other side. And Michael and Romeo, I'm sorry. It just doesn't work that way. The Lions are going to have to do this on their own. They're not going to be Costa Lock aided, a little push, a little bump at the end to get in the playoffs. They're you have decided, to do and we'll do more Tuesday, but you decided. You got to stop this. I'll bring the key in. You are not allowed to Costa Lock when you're facing the BGB. You can't do it, buddy. Well, there are people, and I'm going to kind of go out of order here. I want to find one of them. We had a couple emails that wanted to know what the texting back and forth was like between us last night with the head-to-head. You're going to be very disappointed. I know. Because I'm a gentleman. I don't do that. I knew Jim had Costa locked it. I had talked to Jim earlier in the day, tried to give him a little vibes check because Jim had an uneven day. I was rooting for him to get a little backdoor cover with Seattle. Not his fault. He like I unknowingly. Drew Locke. Yeah, come on. My point is. And my Lions lose, and then I bet Drew Locke, and I, I didn't even text you during the game. I left you alone because it was Costa Lock versus BGB, and there was no reason for me to do that. And We're it was over the early. Team. There was no drama, right? I mean, Dallas jumps up early. What am I going to do? 20-point comeback incoming, Mike. No. You were on the right side from the get-go on that one. There was no trash talk. Sorry to disappoint you. Yeah, no. And we're on the same team here, guys. Yeah. I don't want to be on the opposite side of Jim. The sides that we were with each other, friendship totals, head-to-heads, all this stuff. Come on. When we're on the same side, it's the the right side. All right. This is an email from Phil in Chicago. He says, last week I asked you guys about line shopping, but I have a, a, a different question you guys really didn't address. How much is that extra half point worth? He says, if something's laying four and a half, at minus 105 or four points at minus 120. How do you make the judgment call? What's worth more, the VIG or a half point? Do you have like a general rule on that? Or is it game by game? It's, it depends on when you bet. It depends on what the, you know, what, what closing line value are you getting? It depends on what the number is. It's all a consideration for me. I've always said this to you guys, like you can use live betting to your advantage. You have to be willing to let go of something. But, like, if there's a great number and it's minus 115 one place and it's minus 110 another, I'm going to pay the little extra. What I won't do is go minus 125 versus minus 108. Right. You do that on a consistent basis, you got a real problem. Over 10 games, over 100 games, that's real money. Correct. Uh, This next one is titled The System. Dear Mike and Cookies, the system that's not a system was one of my favorites and most profitable strategies last year. I've been testing it over the past few weeks, and it's been successful. He claims 26-13-1 over the last three weeks. And we're 4-1. and one. It says, full disclosure, I've been stress testing, playing up to six points. So he's been doing his own tinkering. Oh, my God. But this is John. And you and I were texting about it because we were tinkering this weekend, too. They weren't official pod plays. No, no. Like, I had a guy call in on the weekend here in Detroit, and he was handing out bets based on our system. Oh, boy. We have opened up Pandora's a can box. of worms here. But in the, in, the, in the plays we've given out, it's we're four and one. I mean, it's off to a good start, buddy. I mean, I, I, we don't have anything that qualifies today, so we don't need to do it. You have to be willing to hit pass. But if you didn't listen to that episode and you're interested in betting college basketball, go download it. Give it a listen understand it, maybe maybe chart it for a few days, 
But that's going to be our move. Now, we will talk about big games. You know, if it's Duke and UNC, we can talk about it. We can give you an angle. Mm -hmm. But if you want to do this in a way that seemingly, seemingly works, this is how we're doing. And it's gross. I'm texting you on Saturday. Do you like DePaul? You go too close to home. I never thought I would type in the words Stony Brook with an exclamation point to you Saturday. <laughs> And then follow it up three hours later with Stony Brook in a romp. Check mark. I think the point is people are listening not for the specific plays, but the hows and the whys. And yeah. that's good. It can be dangerous, people, but we tell you, you your money, bet what you're comfortable betting. That's right. Another email, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. It's from Kyle. He says the bowl game draft misunderstanding is one of my favorite moments you guys have had. It's funny picturing how differently you guys prepared for it. And for the record, I like the, the way Mike was thinking. Best games to bet is the mindset. For people who missed it, bowl previews come out <laughs> this week. We drafted the best 20 matchups, and we were not on the same page, which led to some fun. But you wanted the games that were the best bets. I just wanted the, like, the big storylines, the, the, the brands, the games I want to watch. So if you missed it, go back and check it out. It's uh, in the feed. So good. It was. I was so excited because I was prepping actual Games I want to play. You want to play like, like 20 games. That's not a watchable game. I'm like, what are we doing here? Next one says, Jim Costa stole my baby. Uh-oh. Says, sorry for the clickbait title. I wanted to make sure you read my email. <laughs> I'm a longtime listener to the podcast. I half listen when I'm doing yard work, and I heard you guys mention that Killer Bees teaser, and I wanted to tail it, except when I was done with my chores, I forgot you said it was a teaser, and I parlayed them. It hit anyway. That a baby. Thank you, guys. Attached is the screenshot. It was plus 1,200. That a baby. And then he said, um, P.S., when are you giving Valenny a free bet? Short story, I got married uh, this fall recently, hashtag fall weddings, and now my wife wanted to buy expensive perfume to wear on the wedding day. I refused to pay $150 for the perfume after how much we were already spending on the wedding. <laughs> but I got a free bet at one of the sports books, and I tailed one of your free plays, that Oregon-Colorado game. Remember that, Mike? That's right. That was like the start of the envelope and it everything. Was. He says, when you finally cashed out, I did the same. It was enough to, pay for the uh, enough to pay for the perfume, so I bought it, and she wore it on our wedding day. So now she'll wear it on our anniversaries, and I will have fond memories of my wedding day <laughs> and of Jim Costa. I'll take it. That's perfect. <laughs> That's great. Wedding day with Jim featured. Uh, okay, another one. This is Drew and Fenton. Let me know about the shit talk during the BGB Costa lock. We already nope. touched on guys, that. Guys, any... guys, understand something. This is not adversarial. I do not want to be on the other side of him. And frankly, if in gambling karma land, you tap dance on your boy's grave, it's coming back to you fivefold. I simply had an opinion, Jim had a different one. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make him bad. Now, the only time you'll see me get after him is when he's a dick to me. <laughs> Which does happen. And I've I, tried to be better this year. I don't know that I've always succeeded. I don't know what happened. We. I, I wish there could be like a VH1 like therapy show to go, what, how, what turned you into this? But no, it just it wasn't my angle. It's not about that. Where I get the most joy is if I bully him into something, it's for his own good friendship total mm -hmm. oh by the way hit again another but also when we're on the same side as something i like to know that we not me are winning team and betting is fun it can be a team sport honestly and you'll see it when you're in vegas with us this year all i care about is being on the same side as the people i'm with 
and willing it to victory mm-hmm. or being in tatters together. together. Misery That's, loves company. I don't want to be the person holding the ticket and the rest of the group is like, we hate you. I don't want that. Uh, Eric, kind of a same email theme, says BGB greater than Costalock. Great show, gents. Love the entertainment. <laughs> says, I want to know the text exchange. Can we get a dramatic reading? Bring in some talent. Mike could be played by uh, Michael uh, Imperioli, and Jim could be played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, my. Says Viva Brad and Chad, Eric in Jacksonville and Chicago. Oh, dude, I feel like I let the people down. They want us to get, like, actors to play the No, pack. I just feel like I let them down because I wasn't a jerk to you. <laughs> I wasn't. It's, it's like, first of all, you, you, you brought about this week where you're like, we are going to will this into existence. Yes. And I was hesitant. But I said, Jim, I will do this for the team. I will speak it. You know, we're going five and one or we're going six and oh. And I didn't love the card, but I, 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 I ignored your slander. You're like, oh, Mike's got a tiny card. And I'm like, dude, I got six plays. Feel good about it. I sharked it dipping out of that Ravens mm-hmm. one. But we, in a way, we got some of what we want. I know we both, I want to see an Opus NFL weekend before the year is out. But this was a good bounce back. And look, for me on a personal level, if you take the last month, three of the four weeks are winning weeks, including this banger. It's back to back, 2-0 and in the NFL this year with the BGB. And the one week that wasn't a winning week, I went 3-3. Three and three. So I'm, I'm, I'm not great, certainly on the whole, but I feel like I'm I'm surviving and we're we're making some hay here. Surviving in this last weekend, you were thriving. Yeah, and the BGBs are what are gonna be the separator. That's how I play the game. Two more. Uh, this one says Costa Lock, rocking chairs, and face punches. Love the show. <laughs> Laugh out loud funny. Appreciate the work you guys do. Uh, this is from uh, Jim, signed to Jim. He says, first of all, Mike Rocking Chair NFL BGB. Second. What exactly is the record on Costa Locks? That's a you thing. All I know is if I know I'm going up against it, FanDuel may has already well given me my money. I think this year it's like four and six, four and seven, but it historically is much worse than even It that. is an atrocity. Terrible. Third, most importantly, Mike, you owe Costa a punch in the face no. for the Packers save your money smarm. I anticipated at least a tongue lashing after he cost you money yet again. <laughs> I assume that's last week. It was. Yeah, the, it was. the Sunday night game. I, listen, listen, listen. I don't keep score on that shit because that is just how resentment builds. The way I look at it is there have been things I have said to Jim that I am sure I have cost him money. Yep. Um, I try my best on the big opinions when I bully him into stuff. I do track that. Mm-hmm. Our friendship total is now seven and two. You can't be mad at me. As I texted you yesterday. The friendship totals become your your warm your mm-hmm. warm blankie. When things are bad and little cookies wants to curl up on the couch, he's got his friendship totals. Snuggle up, get cozy with it. Um, but no, I dude, I'm a grown ass man. If I felt strongly enough about it, I, I wouldn't let Jim talk talk me out of it. And by the way, I didn't expect the Packers to win the game. Outright. I wanted the six and a half points. I just realized Costalock has been on back to back Sunday night football games. Do we know what Sunday night is this week? Come on. Hold on. Downloading. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now. You want the Sunday night? Yeah. What is it this week? We've had some okay, big first names. All, first of all, Thursday night's unwatchable. Okay. Here are your primetime games. Saturday night, Lions-Broncos. Yeah. 
Oh, 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 oh. waiting all Sunday night. No- oh, oh, God. What is it? Oh, God. Ravens at the Jags. Ravens laying three and a half. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the lock this week. <laughs> Last email. Oddly, I kind of like the Jags. Mm. <laughs> Just keep going. Okay, keep going. This is from Jacob. It says, never cash out, question mark. Guys, I need you to tell me I'm a fucking idiot and never to do this again. What? He says, I took the over in the Army-Navy game at 27 and a half and was offered a cash out where I would get a quarter of the amount I bet back. It was 10 nothing, well into the third quarter, so I said, I'll take it rather than losing it all. Military Academy games don't score that much. Only a quarter and a half. Well, first of all. Right? First right? Of all, first of all, I understand that the game hit the over on the safety of the century with Army's quarterback running intentionally out of the back of the hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. What were you doing betting the over when the under was 16 and two to last 18? You can't in good faith bet it. Now, here's what I would say to you. I will never, ever, unless it was some form of BGB and I'm getting three quarters of my money back and I felt like I'm dead or there's an injury. I never hit that cash up. They never give you enough. No. A A quarter quarter of your your bet. bet. They may as well pat you on the head and kick in the balls. No, you never do that. He says, yeah, should I make it a personal rule to never take a cash out under any circumstances ever again? The only the time you do is if um, you've got, let, let's say there's a bet, you've watched the game, you're winning, and they're bribing you to cash out, but you feel like something's amiss. You feel like a player's been injured. You feel like you know what? I don't want to sweat this backdoor cover. I've got to go to family photos with the kids or take the kids to see Santa and you can get 75 or 80% or 85%. I'm not mad if you hit cash out there because you don't want to sweat it and be checking your phone while you're waiting for the Easter bunny. I just don't think they ever offer those. They do. They do. I mean, it takes a very rare circumstance. Like yeah, you said, where you have a big lead yes, and there's an injury yes. and a ter- some kind of turn of events. Yeah, now, the sky's open and the rainfall, something like that. Now, if you want to talk... Parlays. I'm different, not. Different I'm animal. not mad if you take a cash out on those. Let's because... say you've hit four of the five legs or six of the seven legs, and there's some bad news for the late game. You have a bad number. Maybe you're like me, and the last leg. This wasn't a parlay, but like the last leg is you unknowingly bet Drew Lock. Right. Cash out. Be done with it. Do not let it ride right. into the and last gonna, game. And they're offering you over seventy five. Yeah. Well, now here's the thing. Let's say it's about what you risked how much they're willing to put in your till. What does the money mean to you? Yeah. How serious is this for you? You know, guys, only you can answer those questions. Generally speaking, I set up parlays to where the last leg, I'm going into it with the ability to place a bet and create a middle. Meaning. You typically have what, the favorite laying points? Or I take that favorite and it's money line. So that, oh, that you could, could then bet the dog and the points. The dog. Yeah. Again, those are the, the optimal situations. But I'm never mad if you had a unit and you can put eight, nine, ten units in your till. Are you willing to forgo unit 11, 12, and 13 to just not sweat, cash out? You don't feel as good about the better. You got other things to do in your life. Guys, if you're a professional, it's different. Mm-hmm. So that's the best advice I could offer. All email questions, cash a ticket podcast at gmail.com. Monday mailbags, we read the best of them. 
Tuesday tailgate. We'll get to it tomorrow. Record recaps and college this week. We do have bowl batches. Bowl batches, Mike. I don't want to talk about it. I know. And then the NFL. Speak it into existence. Big month of December. Can I go back to back with big weeks? And I will tell you, looking at the card early, I may have another BGB. I, I know I'm tempting fate, but I feel like I'm able right now to target one game a week. I'm loving in the NFL. I may have it. Notifications on. Woo-hoo. Maybe some daily dime system, not a system play. Oh, no, no, like there, there will be, brother. They're just because none qualify today. We're, Tomorrow's we're a new day. We're keeping an eye on it. I got you covered. Let's cash the ticket. Thanks for listening.